Good evening and welcome to a special episode of the Kriedendruck Stock Market News. Today is the 9th of April 2023 and in today's episode we will take a look at the most recent US jobs report. Sit back, relax and enjoy today's episode. The jobs report is important for the further outlook of monetary policy because the Fed has stressed the importance of a softening labor market in the fight against inflation. Friday's jobs report showed the following data. In March, U.S. payrolls increased by 236,000, 230,000 was the estimate and 311,000 was the number of last month, so of February. The U.S. average hourly earnings for March rose by three-tenths of a percent, coming in just in line with expectations, and it is a slight uptick compared to last month. The unemployment rate fell to 3.5% from 3.6%. Another interesting thing is the partic- another interesting data point is the participation rate. This increased to 62.6% from 62.5%. Let us now first take a look at how markets reacted to the release of this data and then what these numbers mean for the Federal Reserve and the further development of uh, the current interest rate hike cycle. When the numbers were released, we saw an uptick in the two-year Treasury yield. Equity futures imminently turned slightly lower after the numbers were released. Now, some might wonder, why did, why did the market react this way, even though the numbers were basically in line with expectations? The reason is the following. We have seen very weak economic data throughout the week. It started with the ISM PMI manufacturing number, the ADP payrolls number, and an upward surprise of uh, the weekly jobless claims. Now, these numbers have caused the two-year Treasury yield to significantly fall. The fact that the jobs report is in line with expectations is an upward surprise because of the downward moves we have seen in treasury yields based on the weaker data we have gotten throughout the rest of the week. Based on this data, markets were basically expecting a weaker report, a weaker jobs market report than was previously anticipated. Now, what do these numbers mean for the Fed? Mohamed El-Irian has summarized it pretty nicely on Bloomberg's surveillance. He said that this report creates two implications. Number one, this increases the probability that the Fed will raise interest rates by another 25 basis points in May, and it does not justify a pause given how the Fed has been thinking. Mohamed also believes, and that's the second uh, implication, um, and I've already talked about this many times before, the stock market was obsessed with interest rate risks and then it got worried about credit risks. Now, this drops report suggests that it should be less concerned about credit risks for the moment and instead, um, I believe the interest rate risks are kind of moving, um, are, are becoming more and more important if we see strong economic data such as this. Now, the optimistic market participants believe that this report underlines the scenario of immaculate disinflation, meaning that we are in a scenario where inflation falls, but there are no cracks in the labor market. The problem with that optimistic view is that I do not believe inflation can be on a sustainable downward path, 
back towards the 2% target without the labor market cooling down. In fact, all analyses of Kriebentrug economics, which can be found on my blog, show that the unemployment, rates needs, the unemployment rate needs to clearly rise in order for inflation to fall back to the 2% target. Hence, I believe that what this report shows is that the Fed needs to keep rates at a higher level for longer. Randy Krotzner, former Fed governor, has phrased this very nicely on Bloomberg surveillance. He said that, and I quote, the Fed will not quit until the labor market quits, end of quote. I just do not see the Fed cutting rates except uh, this year, except if we see the economy significantly weaken. The problem, however, is that we can start to see economic weakness very suddenly. I have conducted an analysis of this on Greeton Truck Economics. Uh, my analysis of unemployment in the US and the federal funds rate shows one thing very clearly. There is a delay between when the effective federal funds rate reaches a peak and when the unemployment rate starts to clearly, clearly rise. Once it starts to rise, the unemployment rate rises significantly. Now, Larry Summers has said something very interesting about this on Bloomberg Wall Street Week. He said that when the unemployment rate increases by 0.5%, it increases by 2%, 2%, meaning that once the unemployment rate starts to rise, it rises significantly, and it will be hard to stop that um, economic downward trend. So this basically means that there is indeed a risk that the Fed tightens too much and that the labor market will fall into a downward trend that could be very hard to stop. However, I still believe that the Fed has to keep at it until the labor market starts to clearly slow down because the Fed needs to ensure that the inflation rate is on a sustainable downward path. The risk of cutting rates too soon is simply too high. Inflation has remained too high for too long and the price the Fed has to pay for believing that inflation will only be transitory, transitory is a potential recession. On top of that, the Fed has to ensure that inflation expectations remain well anchored. As Sarah House, Wells Fargo senior economist, points out that there is much to like about this jobs report for the Fed. I wanted to add this to this episode because there is indeed, there are some optimistic views. An optimistic fact is especially that we are seeing an increase in the labor force participation rate, which means that we are seeing the supply side of the labor market increase, which should help bring down wage inflation and hence help the Fed in the battle against inflation. She believes that there are clear signs that the labor market is starting to cool down. However, she also points out that the payrolls number remains uh, surprisingly high, which means that the labor market remains pretty strong. Other, other than that, Sarah believes that the Fed will hike rates again in May because we're not seeing a convincing downward trend in inflation yet. Until then, the market will not get enough data. Um, or, or the Fed will not get enough data to convince them not to uh, to convince them to cut rates or um, to not raise rates because cutting rates is obviously not a, a option in the upcoming me meeting. But um, there is a 50% risk that the Fed will raise rates again. And there is simply not enough data that we will get until then that could convince the Fed not to raise rates again. So I believe the Fed must go on hold after another hike in May and see how their monetary policy affects the economy but given the strong labor market i also believe that the fed should hike like i said by another 25 basis points in may now the fact that the labor market report shows um 
that especially the services sector remains resilient also supports another interest rate hike. Last but not least, Sarah believes that the Fed will cut rates in December, the economy will slip in a recession in the second half of this year, and the unemployment rate will rise to around 4.5%. I personally believe that if the unemployment rate does rise to 4.5% this year, the Fed should start to cut by maybe 25 basis points because of the risk of the unemployment rate then rising to much higher levels. However, at this point, I must mention that the Fed wants core PCE to fall to 3.5% by the end of this year, and the average unemployment rate during periods in which core PCE was at 3.5% or below was 5.5% based on data since the 1960s, so still 1% higher than the expected 4.5% unemployment rate by a uh, uh, Sarah here, chief economist at Wells Fargo. But if the unemployment rate has already increased to 4.5%, so kind of referring back to what I said earlier, then the risk that it will rise further is very high. Um, like I said, referring back to that quote of Larry Summers, uh, if the unemployment rate increases by 0.5%, it increases by 2%. And that is it for today's special episode. I hope that you were able to get a better idea of what the most recent jobs report means for the Fed and foreign markets. Happy Easter and have a great evening.